Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode number 67. It's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast, uh, an episode that will uh, be a, just a classic. It's, it's going to be, uh, I think you can chalk this one up as a victory. We'll count it as a win, preemptively, and it might be the only win that we ever have ever again. 67, and then we'll just keep going, but we'll never win again. After this, won't sixty nine be a win? <laughs> Isn't that a, it's going to be a <laughs> Gronk? Yeah, so, was that a Maple Leafs joke? It, a, it, <laughs> I was trying. John picked up what I was putting down. Uh, Justin Morissette with you once again, and with me as always is Stefan Heck, John Cullen, and with nah. with us for a very special episode. I'm Steve Sladkowski from the band Pub. Yeah, that's right. Welcome aboard, Steve. Thank you. We're very happy to have you here. Yeah. And uh, you're you're a Toronto guy. I am. So yes. you, you're evening the odds for this yeah. episode. <laughs> okay. John has so, some backup, right? And you guys are both from Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. We are. But you're uh, not really a hockey guy, though. I can be. Right. For the purpose of this. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I, I need no. you, Steve. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, you're we... infringing on my bit already, so I don't know if we're gonna get along. <laughs> What's I say? What? Here's the thing all the time. It's oh, like a oh yeah. my, it's my catchphrase. <laughs> here's you don't come on to WWE and here's... ask The Rock to smell <laughs> what you're cooking. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can ask John, what he's but it's cooking. okay. So here is. Uh, you could say, here's uh, a thing. Here's, here's a an observation thing. I yeah. have noted. I have something to say. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, I, it's, it's the weird thing about, because we get this a lot in the States, in like hockey towns. Right. You know, you play in Minneapolis or in Chicago or uh, weirdly enough in like Tampa. Um, and people are like, oh, you guys, you're Canadian. You must fucking like hockey. I'm like, Yes, <laughs> I I do I do like hockey. Please tell me more about the the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, but but then you kind of think about it, and and I feel like hockey kind of functions the same way that baseball or football does in the states, where it's like even if you don't uh if you don't really like it, I see. I was just a bad skater growing. I couldn't stop. I could get going, but then when it came time to stop on skates, so that uh, hockey was never as exciting for me because I was fucking bad at it. Right. And my friends used to laugh at me. But in Vancouver, that's not a problem. Lots of people here right, are yeah. really <laughs> terrible at hockey, but still like the team. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, Vancouver, Toronto, you go out on a Saturday night, you go to a bar, the game's on. Yeah. And it's like, it's the kind of, it's the... It's just always on in the background. Yeah, and it's yeah. like the father-son bonding thing. So it's like I'm tangentially aware. Right. Uh, but yeah, there are definitely people who are more uh, obsessed. Right. So you're more of a basketball guy and baseball and yeah. baseball. So I have a question for you uh, regarding basketball. Cause you can talk about hockey. Cause you're, not, oh, yeah, I don't no, mean no, to no. preclude it. That's <laughs> cool. But I just wanted to get into it right away. So if you were, cause you're a pretty decent, decently tall guy. Uh-huh. Uh, if you were to say play in a uh, CIS 
so a Canadian university oh, women's, women's basketball game? Women's basketball yeah. game. How well do you think you would do? I don't think I would do very well at no? all. Oh, no? Okay, interesting. Because no, one, of the, yeah. one of the hosts on our podcast thinks that he could be the third best player on the floor in a CIS. Well, the third highest scoring player. I didn't yeah. say on the floor. I said on my team. Okay. And I, and I figured that I would be on a very bad team. Okay. Right. Because yeah. I do watch. Like you'd play the, for like Brock or something. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were playing for Brock, Steve, how well would you do, would you, would you say? I See, this is the thing is like, because if it were uh, like men's basketball, I'm the size of a point guard. Right. Right. Like I'm 6'3"-ish, and that is a point guard in right. any reasonable basketball situation. In women's basketball, you're a power forward. Yeah, I might be a power forward, right? <laughs> but like, uh, my vertical is not that good. I can touch the rim, but I can't dunk. Okay. So I feel like if you're a power forward and you can't dunk, there's a problem. That's, well, that's automatically every a problem. women's power forward ever. Yeah. So it's fine. So you're fine on that. I friend. guess except for could who was it? There is Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, could dunk, yeah. Right? There's Lisa a couple. Leslie? Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops. I know. Uh, yeah. I'm just naming women's basketball. Cheryl right Miller. I, I, yeah. I'm trying to think of who the first one to dunk was. It was definitely one of those three like major ones. One of like the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, the I, Mount Rushmore of female basketball. Players. I feel like I also have like two post moves and a inconsistent mid range jump shot. Okay. So I'm definitely like the seventh woman off okay. the bench. Like, okay. you know what I mean. So probably. what you're saying is you're probably better at basketball than Justin, but he thinks he would be better in the mm. women's. In the that, women's game. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. If it was softball, I would. So I grew up playing baseball. So right. if, it was, if it was softball, I would fuck some people up. Do you think that? Don't you think hitting a softball would be super hard? No. Like they throw it like 110 miles an hour. The plate's very close. Fuck you think it. no problem. You can you could contact yeah. easy. Okay. Do you think though, if you played like a good amount of minutes <laughs> in women's CIS, <laughs> he's trying to dig himself out? Yeah, like if someone went, if someone went down with like a high ankle sprain, yeah, and they put you in grade the game, three, absolutely, uh, and they put you in. Uh-huh. Don't you feel like you could probably drain like four or five baskets over the course of? the close to 20 minutes or more that you might be required. But to that play. like the, that efficiency, <laughs> that is horrible efficiency. Yeah, Justin said he, I was play, like, the, the, he said he could play 26 minutes and right. be the third best player. And, and go what, like five for... All you need is like eight or ten points, man. Like, yeah. To be like top three, maybe top two on a bad team. So what you're saying is really the heart of the issue here is that you're disappointed with the quality of play. In yeah, the women's CIS. And see, okay, we're being joined in the room right now by <laughs> yeah. occasional producer Jessica Sands. Sure. And she got very mad when I made this admittedly outrageous claim. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like a sexism thing. I'm not making fun of them because they're female athletes. I'm making fun of them because like it's as close to watching basketball as like watching like a tier four midget team play hockey. Right. Like, it's just right. it's a very it's not great. Yeah. Right. It's a very low approximation of how the sport should be played. Well, so, okay, you're playing on a bad team. Are you also playing another bad team, or are you playing a good team? Um, I mean, does it matter if I'm... Yes. Yeah, yeah I think, I think uh, it yes, does who matter. Won, okay, hold on a second. Who won women's Canadian... I'm going to guess Carlton. Carlton? I, that's no, just they, like an they educated always win guess. The men's. They okay. always win the men's. Because I, like, I feel like what we need to do is get a sense of, like, the, the like, six-man... <laughs> of the championship team. Okay, so the 2016 CIS Women's Basketball Championship, 
uh, was between Ryerson and St. Mary's. Wow. Ryerson. I thought Ryerson won. And Ryerson did win. Ryerson did win. That's what I thought. So I'm going to look at Toronto. Represent. Because I think it was at Ryerson, too, wasn't it? Maple Leaf Gardens, Uh, baby. Probably. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna uh, don't you mean the Madame Athletics? <laughs> Whatever the fuck, <laughs> the Loblaws with the hockey yeah, rank exactly. on top of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna see if I can pull up the box score here. Uh, see, we're getting like technical now. Yeah, no, this is good. Well, I just so, want to know because I was like, like, what if 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 we're gonna be if we're gonna rank value, then the, the like sixth person off the bench for the Ryerson team, yeah. is probably the second or third best player on any other team. Well, it's good to get specific yeah. here, too, I think. Right. Because right now, all we're hearing is Justin being, I'll be the third best player on the <laughs> and so, team. Because I want to be like, so if you can figure out what like, that means. If you think you can drop like five or six buckets, like I imagine you're going post game like, why right? are we like, just... You're, you're posting up. You're not fucking shooting okay, the mid-range jump The actual shot. final was between Saskatchewan and Ryerson. Saskatchewan. And Saskatchewan did win, 85-71. Oh. Well, okay. I mean, it's a basketball hotbed, so... Uh, <laughs> so let's look at the Ryerson... Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> roster right now. Their best player, uh, Keneke... Kenneka Pinke Giles. Oh, good, good thing you didn't have to yeah. broadcast that game. <laughs> she, she had 26 points. Oh, okay. 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 So she did quite well. Yeah, and I, I could never perform on that no, level. No. Their second best player, Sophia Pasca, had 12 points. Okay. okay. And their third best player was a tie between Kara Timmons and Mariah Nunez. They both had eight. Okay. So can I get four baskets no, in twenty six okay. minutes? But here's I'm not. I think I can. Here, like, here's yeah. here's the thing. Okay. I am copyright John Collins. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, yeah, that was just for those listening at home. Steve did not say that. I didn't say <laughs> clear it. We've cleared it up. Uh, no. So here's the thing. I don't have I don't have a doubt that if you just stood under the basket for the entire time, <laughs> yeah. and they eventually threw you the ball, you could lay it in. You got to move times. your feet, though. So that's second violation. I, I do not. I do not trust your ability to play for 26 straight minutes running up and down the floor. I just don't see that happening. And I think you'd get out-systemed because theoretically you'd be the best. They're the biggest player. So they would they would obviously be scheming they you. they coach around you. Yeah, they'd be scheming you. So the idea that you're just going to catch the ball in the paint and automatically score a basket, I don't see happening. Plus, you, you got also pick and roll, said, motherfucker. Yeah, and you also said... I'll be said, very aggressive with my elbows, okay? <laughs> I'll clear some space, all right? <laughs> and you also said you'd be blocking everywhere, which I think we can agree. You're not going to be playing defense. Yes, I mean... For maybe the first eight minutes of 26. <laughs> I like that it's slowly going down. <laughs> we started at we, 26. Now we're at eight. So eight minutes, you're running back and forth. Oh, yeah. And then the remaining 18, you're, you bring like a chair onto the court. This sounds like this sounds like me. A chair. Yeah. You got like a folding You just chair. put the chair just outside the key? Yeah, yeah. just on the block, yeah. on the outside of the block. <laughs> We this sounds like we were playing uh, touch football at Mount Allison University, like on the actual field. Okay, when we were in Sackville, New Brunswick, like nice. a month and a half ago, and it was like uh, like you know eight of us. Uh, so it's just it's like your band and your crew, and, and, and a band from Toronto called Pew Pew Pew. Okay, uh, and uh, holy shit. I am out of shape. <laughs> and like exactly, like right? Trying to play, and we were playing like maybe thirty yards, and like <laughs> right. like one, one end zone, thirty yards, yeah, and like 
by about the fifth play, I was like, I was like, oh, I've seen athletes like put their hands above their <laughs> head to try and recover. Like, it's like, no, my lungs hurt. I need to sit down. This is bad. And then I feel like if I. <laughs> I feel like if I were in the the basketball situation, it'd be the same kind of thing. Well, and basketball's worse. I feel almost yeah. like, and that's I feel like you'd get too excited. Like with football, yeah. you're probably like the first player, like, oh yeah, you're running like a button hook, and you're like, oh, I'm the best. Yeah. And then by the third play, you're just like slowly jogging yeah. down the field in a straight line. Uh, why? Like, why do I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm. I'm. That's really my, been my whole point. It's never been about the points. It's whether Justin can survive 26 yeah. minutes. And yeah. for me, it's all about the points. All right? <laughs> 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 okay, is is a scout who's at the game going to watch the team that I'm on and say, that guy's the third best player on this team? Oh, he's probably going to be on his we phone. Need, we need to tap him. Because <laughs> yeah, he's bored. To get drafted by the Sparks or whatever. No, he's not going to say that. But will the score sheet... Are you saying you're going to be like the airbud of women's if basketball? So <laughs> you're going to break in. You're going to be the Jackie Robinson of the WNBA. I'm Juana Man. Yeah. <laughs> is somebody going to look at the score sheet six months after the fact and try to break down who were the best players in this game just based on the stat spread, I might be the third best. Yeah, sure. Like, that's... This is... It's not a lofty bar to clear. I don't know why you think it's so outrageous, but... I think there's several reasons why I think it's outrageous. <laughs> but anyway, we are going to... You're going to play... So you're going to do, like, a sports yeah, day. Yeah, you're doing there, a sports right? day with, with Jess. Jess. And also, uh, I was saying to Stefan before the show, I, I don't even know why I didn't think of this, but I was reminded because she came to my uh, one of my shows this weekend. My friend played five years of CIS women's basketball and was the captain of the UBCO Heat for her last two years. Mm -hmm. We should bring her on the show and see what she thinks. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think that she... Uh, yeah, she would, she'll have some opinions about it. Well, you know you know Dean Allison, right? Uh, I don't think ben so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's his sister. Okay. Yeah, and their well, dad yeah. played professional hockey. She'd be hockey the captain of the team that I'm playing against. She wouldn't be the captain of my team. No, her she team... She sounds too good to No, her team was team. very bad. Her oh. team was very bad. You could be on her team. Okay, okay. But but we'll see what she says. So UBC, not so, not so much with the basketball. Oh, well, UBC's good. UBC, UBC Okanagan. Okanagan. Oh, Okanagan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Less, less right, good. Sure. Less good, yeah. Yeah. So. All right, well... Anyway, I'm glad we cleared that up. Thank yeah. you, Steve, for being honest uh, and yeah. uh, for continuing our our debate about how well Justin would do in a CIS women's basketball uh, game. I just I knew you're a big basketball guy, so I'm like, I gotta ask him about this right away. I do, yeah, I yeah. do like basketball. And with that out of the way, that's the show. Thank that's you so it. much. <laughs> uh, for being I love here. it. We're gonna go drink now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you're a, you're a Jays guy. Right? I am. Yes. Yeah. So we could talk about them for a quick second here. Yeah, I we feel could like. talk for more than a quick second if you want. Yeah. But before we do that if you were to buy tickets <laughs> to go see the jays play uh -huh. you might segue. need to get them uh second hand because the games are so popular now that you just Very can't popular. get it's tickets it's just, it's sold out it's true it's crazy i can't yeah. believe it well how would you get tickets then i'll tell you the best place to do that <laughs> Stefan, where's the best place you're to throwing go? it over to me oh now. i am yeah um oh seat geek yes yeah. the yeah. seat geek oh. seat geek app, app. mobile app, app. And in fact, if, yeah, even, for example, we, Pop the Band is sold out in your town, mm -hmm. we have a question about a, that. Could be a great place to uh, to get your tickets. Would be yeah. the SeatGeek app or SeatGeek.com yeah. promo there's, code there's real no, good. Zero oh. hidden fees. Yeah, we Z got a, no a tweet fees. from DJ Laidback Luke asking how can he get into Pop's sold out show in Ottawa. Uh, which I, one? I'd That's like, what he said. They're both sold they're out. They're both so sold out. He, yeah. he yeah. didn't specify uh, which one. He just said, "How do I get in?" See, that's a tough one because I don't know if. If 
Will they be on SeatGeek? They, they might they be. Who knows? Will be. And, and, and they won't have right any now. hidden fees? Or, no uh, hidden fees. They'll have a deal score, yep. which I'm sure all your shows are general score. admission, so that probably matters. Yeah. Um, Find out what the most undervalued yeah. ticket is so, and yeah. take advantage. That's, they have a deal score. So what it is is they, they, they look like an at algorithm. Their, yeah, they look at the price based on the face value of oh, the ticket okay. and just tell you how good, how good the, the deal might be. Sure. Uh, pup, can, I've used it. There are so nine pup shows on here. Okay, and uh, the only two that are selling tickets that have tickets available right now are your show in Edmonton mm, with yeah. Chastity at the Starlight Room, yes. and the tickets are starting at forty six dollars. Wow! So I guess that show must be sold out. I, you're, yeah, maybe because they're that's <laughs> that's the cheapest. It goes up to a hundred and two dollars. Wow! For one we, ticket, that's. That's a lot to pay to go to the Starlight. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> and then also your show uh, on December 16th with my friends in the Dirty Nil. Yes. Uh, and those start at $51. Yeah. That. So people are selling your tickets on SeatGeek. But wow. were you to use promo code REALGOOD to you buy pop tickets as your first purchase? You'd save $20 you on get that. Get a $20 Holy rebate after moly. your first purchase just by using the promo code REALGOOD on the SeatGeek mobile app. SeatGeek.com. You can use it there, too. Promo code REALGOOD. They're a proud sponsor of this program, and we're happy to have them with us for the entire duration of the NHL season. Yes. Long may we run, and long may SeatGeek run may with us as well. May we all run together. And I hope uh, StubHub just totally fails. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope their entire tomorrow. operation dies, and everyone involved with it I dies. I said some really bad stuff about StubHub last episode that you I, I kind of feel as though I should walk back I think bit, you said that they were, what was it, that they were white supremacists, and they sold tickets to the Holocaust? No, they... Oh uh, no! Okay, no. no it was, what it was. No, they, they sold tickets to Hitler's rallies. Oh, Hitler's rallies, which is more okay. of like a ticket thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Sell tickets to. Did them. you have to get tickets? So they feel like those were kind of public, maybe. You might have been forced. Yeah. In well, that also, sort of situation. I don't know, like what the app situation was like in uh, nineteen forty. Probably not. But. Probably not great. But yeah. StubHub was obviously <laughs> the dominant player yeah. in that. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. And no longer. Yeah. No, they're they're their, their market grip. Is been it's been loosening. SeatGeek is taking over. Absolutely. Thanks to programs like ours and their fine support of it. I just realized I was supposed to like apologize for that bit and I doubled down on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of I forced you yeah. to double down on it, I think, a so, little bit. But that's good. That's fine. Yeah. Let's think of other historical <laughs> events they might have bought tickets to. 9 11. <laughs> Bought tickets. Right off the bat. <laughs> wow, Steve just getting right into it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 9-11. StubHub sold tickets to 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean. That was the th- when the third plane. It yeah. was the third plane. They're like, oh, shit, we got a third plane. We can sell tickets to this. It's heading towards the Pentagon. We've got tickets available in Virginia I, right we've now. Been, we've been watching because uh, we've been getting to hotels really late at night. I cannot wait to hear where you're going with this. Uh, and so... Like last night, we were in. We drove a long time, and the only thing that's on when you get to the hotel, like one or two in the morning, if you don't, if there's if you don't get a good movie, and American Dad is on, and you, see, no one's watching American Dad. Let's get real here. Uh, <laughs> and, so it's the Comedy Central roasts. Okay, and it's always Jeff Ross. Yep, and uh, what's his name from Saturday Night Live? Pete. Uh, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Oh, yeah. he had that amazing. 
Yeah, because his dad. He always makes the joke his about his dad died dying in 9 11. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to laugh at this, but this is so funny. He had the one about his skin being ashy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got it from his dad's side. <laughs> that was on the Bieber one. Yeah. 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 Which is such a good uh, one. And, yeah. and so I, I feel like I have been laughing at 9 11 more recently than I probably should have been. <laughs> than, than normal? Uh, Jesus. Well, there Christ. was also the guy from the league who pretended to yeah. have survived September 11th. So. Yeah. He was my like just for laughs unicorn this year. So when I was at the festival, the, I or like my spirit animal, like Steve I always Steve Ranazisi. Yeah, that's there right. You go. So he was like, for whatever reason, because everyone stays in the same hotel. So you see, you know, you'll just see these like random famous people walking around all the time, and then guys like Steve Ranazisi. And uh, <laughs> it was just so weird for me because yeah, like he he had this like yeah this whole nine eleven uh-huh. truther thing or whatever, and he was like honest to god, I must have seen him like five times a day every day. And I just could never shake it from my head. Like I so badly, like we rode an elevator together maybe like five times. And every time like he'd say hi, super nice guy. But I just was like trying not to be like, 9-11! Like just, <laughs> I would have turned to him one of the times and been like, so uh, did you uh, ride the elevator down to the bottom floor on 9-11? <laughs> so. Well, he didn't say, oh yeah, did he say that he was in it? He said he was in, he said he was in the World Trade Center. No, I, oh really? I thought so, it was that his... I thought it was, was it that? Or okay. that he worked in one of the offices there but didn't go to work that day or something. It, it, so is it a bit or he just is like doing this oh, for yeah. publicity? No, so that's that's what I was like. <laughs> no, it, no. Would, it would work better as a bit, right? Like you're trying to break into comedy. Yeah. Why would you be like, I survived September 11th? Like that's not going to break you into comedy. I guess he's trying but to But lying to... about it is yeah. really funny. Well, he thought it was like an anecdote that would make him interesting or something. Like yeah, he made it, it up like to go that, on yeah. a talk show. But it's foolproof because now he has the anecdote about lying about being in 9-11, <laughs> which is itself a very interesting anecdote. I have to say that like no one really cared. Like I thought people would care more. Like, right. People cared about it for like half a day. Oh yeah, he said like, he escaped okay. uh, the South Tower of the World Trade Center. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he rode the elevator down to the... I think he said he took the stairs. Got off and then yeah. walked out. But I remember Pete Davidson tweeted something at him the day that came out. Right. And, and it was really funny, and I can't remember what it was. Look it up, up right now. Know. It was really good. Well, regardless, yeah. before we got off on that Seat Geek tangent there, and it was just a tangent, not a paid spot at all. We definitely bring that up completely unconditionally. Well, you said they paid us. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We were so close to talking about the Blue Jays there, Steve. <laughs> I want to do that. Oh, Go yeah. So, so Pete Davidson tweeted at Steve, it's okay, Steve. People make mistakes. I can't wait to meet my dad for lunch later. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the league actor didn't seem to get the joke and replied with a sincere thank you for the, oh uh, my the support. God. So. Which is, that's so funny. That's yeah, the best that's part yeah. of it, for yeah. sure. Spectacular. So, like, it, it's, it worked out in the end, I guess. That's, uh, right? yeah. I mean, I not mean... the, not September 11th, but <laughs> this, the, the joke part of it. <laughs> oh, did, not, did 9-11 didn't work out? I, guess I mean, it depends, depending on where you're yeah, looking. Yeah, it depends who you are, really. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. Cheney, it's it probably Bin Laden, good. like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bin Laden it oh. didn't go great for him. Well, for a little bit it did. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, we all cared about him for quite a while yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's true anyways <laughs> are we gonna th- thank our uh donors now uh yeah we could do that yeah, actually. we should just that. get that out of the there's, way i mean there's no new donors to thank this week technically it's all people who just changed their donation level. oh really okay so mm-hmm. but well, we could we still, still thank them yeah <clears throat> i feel like it's the polite thing to do yes i think oh, yes. it's the polite thing to do I and mean, we can play the theme song too, i'm gonna so. thank them by getting a beer yes thank them yeah 
Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All, all your names. names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. So we have a couple people to thank this week. Evan edited his pledge from five dollars a month to seven forty-two. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what the yeah, joke was. I don't there. know what the significance. Oh, that of was, that uh, was the type of plane that flew into the South Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it going. Evan knew it right away. He, he knew what we were going to talk about. Nine, eleven. <laughs> you said his name was Evan. Nine, yeah. eleven, Evan. Yeah, nine, L. Thank Evan. Wouldn't it be nine, Ev, eleven? Thank Ev? Evan. Ev yeah. 11. Thank Evan for 9-11. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Yeah. yeah, we can probably move on to the next. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he, di- he donated to the show, so we shouldn't, we shouldn't thank him for 9-11. That's not a good look for us. <laughs> He's a donor. StubHub, on the other hand. Uh, we should condemn him may for have been, 9-11. May have been, is what we should yeah, <laughs> may have been piloting the plane. Uh, and Sam Anderson, of course, uh, changed her donor level from 92 uh, dollars a <laughs> yeah. month yeah. to ten sixty nine. So nice. she split a funny number 69. in there and went back above ten dollars again after punishing me for being so cruel to her on last month's donors only episode. That's true. Well, she, whatever. Mm. And Don't speaking, we, of, I thought we had more than two. It was just no, two. That, that's it. But All speaking right. of donors only episodes, I'd like to issue a correction. During the Russell Madness episode, I referred to Crystal the monkey as a macaw monkey. Yeah, She's macaw's act- a bird, isn't it? Uh, I think ma- like macaque or something. It's, 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 like like a, it's a, a Q. It's got yeah. a Q. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's it turns macaque. out Crystal is a capuchin monkey, and I would just like to issue that correction. That's the organ grinder monkey. You know the guys with like the mm, yeah right the. Turn the crank. Is that the song? I don't know. I just started old timey vaudeville shows. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just knew that people, monkey enthusiasts, would be very angry about that, so I figured I'd get out. You're getting out ahead of, of it. that That's smart. Yeah. Abso- oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That is definitely the most controversial thing we've ever said. Yeah, stub up sold tickets to uh, Hitler's rallies. <laughs> <laughs> Tripling down. <laughs> uh, but like, as a Jays fan, you're probably uh-huh. come to terms at this point with Jose Batista being gone. Sure. No, that's not the correct one. That we we're coming to terms with Edwin being gone. Well, no, I was going to say that there's still like I feel like that's the glimmer of hope is that Edwin still might come back. But there's really no room. He for did him. just reject an eighty million dollar four year deal today. Truthfully, the the rational side of me says the glimmer of hope is whatever the fuck Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins want to do because the team they just built lost the World Series in the tenth inning of Game Seven, so. If they decide that uh, Jose Batista's arm can't uh, work in right field anymore and Edwin Encarnacion is not worth the hundred plus million that he probably wants, especially because neither of them can actually, uh, you know, uh, field their position at this fully, point. Yeah. Then uh, I'm going to take my Philadelphia Sixers mentality and say I'll trust the process. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, but of course, that is um, rationality and sports fandom don't necessarily <laughs> go hand in hand. So, what? Um, no. And, no. and the listeners of the show, I think, understand that yeah. very well. Um, yeah. I, I think that in an ideal world, they sign both of them, they platoon them at first base, 
and they trade Justin Smoke because he can't hit a fucking breaking ball to save his life, and it is embarrassing. And yeah, he's horrible. And he has country walk up music. Yeah, and kills the vibe. Every yeah, time. and uh, you know, Kendrys Morales is your DH, and you John Gibbons, uh, the underrated uh, genius of John Gibbons, has to do with managing his players, giving them half days off, and the DH. Um, and if you look at how that worked down the stretch, I thought it actually worked really well. Uh, it kept Josh Donaldson fresh and able to play third base in games that mattered. Uh, and Edwin and Jose all kind of getting moments. Or when Russell Martin was hot there kind of in in August, uh, he DH'd on days that Ari Dickey was pitching or that he couldn't on a day-night back-to-back. Uh, but I sincerely doubt that you could get Jose Bautista, Bautista uh, to uh, play first base. Even though he did start a game at second base in a Toronto Blue Jays uniform. That's so true. anything is possible. Well, and they are talking about it. They were talking about putting him at first base. I mean, that's where he should be playing. Yeah. Really it makes like sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's where he should be playing. He should not be playing the outfield anymore. No, he's brutal. Uh I mean he can still get to balls, but it's like his arm is a mess. Yeah. His you know, and but there is something to be said about you know, a lot of major league baseball outfielders and, and people with arms that are as good, if not worse than Batista's Kevin Pilar, I'm looking at you. Uh, uh, don't like one of the things that is lost is the cutoff man. Like I, there are so many outfielders who just like, I feel like if you can't throw like you want a Cespedes, you should hit the cutoff man routinely because it's proven that that's how you get base runners out. Like, and that's still an outfield assist. It's like if you really are trying to like rake statistics, but like if Batista could just throw to the the cutoff man, like where the ball is supposed to go, but no, it's it's one of those like fundamental skills that gets lost in a lot of major league players. Right. Uh but ultimately I think one or both of them will be gone. Yeah. And is is it painful to you as a fan still to watch these like negotiations stretch out day by day with like no. further rejections and have you kind of come to terms with the fact that it's fine? It's it like I said, like I I really do think that Mark Shapiro and Russ Atkins, Ross, Ross, yeah, Ross. Um, I really do think that they know what the fuck is up. These are not just like two guys. Like of all the teams that they could have or like poached front office from, we just saw what Cleveland did. It was amazing. Uh, it sucked to watch the Jays lose to Cleveland. But it was like watching, like, I feel like it's like what, I don't have any siblings, but if I lost to my sibling in a one-on-one basketball game, that's what that was like. It's like losing like, to your, losing to your teams, future self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. these teams, like... Is your sibling a girl in this scenario? Like, how, many, <laughs> how many minutes could you play against her? Yeah, she <laughs> kicked my ass. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like, I, I feel like if... I feel like either way, Batista will never not be a Blue Jay. And and I think that Encarnacion is the same. Um, and I don't think either of them will go into the Hall of Fame. But no. if they were to do so, they would go in as Blue Jays and they will be on the level of excellence. For sure, yeah. You know, and if they want to get paid and they don't want to be part of something that could still be uh, viable because it has one of the best fucking st- starting rotations in the American League. Yeah. Then, fine. That's cool. It wouldn't hurt to see them like 
go to Boston or whatever. It would be fucking. It would awful. be horrible. To yeah, see, it would to be see fucking them, awful. To see them stay in the AL East would, it be, would very be fucking bad. awful. I wanted to yeah. see like what your limit was. Yeah, no, for that would this be is fine. That would be horrible. That would be horrible. <laughs> uh, see, because that would have hurt more. And Batista fucking loves Fenway Park too. That's the worst part about it. Um, but then what? Like, where where do you put him? Because the this is the other thing about the Red Sox is that their outfield is really good. Really good. Yeah. They're, they don't. There's no. He'd like, be DH he, there. Yeah. Like, but but then and I don't like, think he wants to. Exactly. So yeah. if because if he's gonna be a DH, he might as well just stay in Toronto. Yeah. Where he's the the the, the, the man. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, because what are you gonna do? Move Mookie Betts out of right field? No. Yeah. No. No that's way. Not, that's not gonna. It's happen. not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, plus. Yeah, I would feel worse about it than watching David Price. Like, I laughed my ass off when David Price signed with the fucking Red Sox. Because any left-handed pitcher who thinks he's going to have good numbers in Fenway Park is a fucking dumbass. But yeah, totally. <laughs> when you're being paid the... Uh, right, well, he doesn't give a shit. That's what, yeah. that's what you he's know what I mean. The GDP mil. of a small country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, cool. Exactly. Like, he's as rich as Moldova. I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. I was thinking of a country I was going to choose. I had Sierra Leone picked out mm. in my head, but Moldova's good too. I feel like Moldova actually might have a decent GDP. Yeah, I, I definitely, that is the most ignorant thing I'll say. I'm on it right now. Yeah. Like, because I would think, I think maybe you're thinking Maldives, which Mald- would be much lower. That's a much smaller country. That's an <laughs> I- island country. Moldova, I think, is maybe not too bad. Yeah. But, uh, it was like 2.2 billion. Okay. Well, yeah. so that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. What about Maldives? Let, M, yeah, Maldives. Yeah, you got it. Oh, that's even more somehow. Okay, so maybe Moldova's low then. Hmm. Or am I just like reading this wrong? It's I mean, no, because it says right here, gross domestic product. Oh, Maldives is two point three billion. Billion. Okay, okay, so Moldova. Moldova seven point nine billion. There we go. Wow. All right. What about Sierra, Sierra Leone? Leone. <laughs> that's gotta be low as fuck. Where this is a geopolitical. <laughs> yeah. No, this now. is a geo. Yeah, absolutely. Four point one billion. Oh wow. Well, they got diamonds. Okay. So let's bad, see. Bad. Lowest. Kanye G- told Kanye, me. Kanye, Kanye told me that. <laughs> There's diamonds in Sierra Leone. Yeah, it's got it. What's really low? Well, uh, oh, it's got like Lesotho's got to be really low too. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh yeah, Djibouti. We should have been last place. Tuvalu. Tuvalu. Nice. Yeah. That. Well, that's because they have like forty people there. And one of them is David Price. David Price. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah, bringing I, up that average. Fifty-one million is their. Oh no, sorry, thirty-eight million is their GDP. Come on, so $2. he makes that in like a year. Yeah. He's, he's way more than that. Holy he's, shit! Yeah, that's. Yeah. You know, I've always. I just want to say, I've always hated Tuvalu. <laughs> <laughs> Glad. That's yeah. You uh, absolutely you, as you know. As yeah, you yeah. Know. No, absolutely. Yeah. StubHub only sells airline tickets to Tuvalu. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only country they will. You bring actually. it up before every episode. On, I'm surprised it hasn't yeah. made its way in yet. <laughs> I do want to say, if on the offhand chance that Dexter Fowler hasn't been oh, insulted by Tuvalu talk, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're welcome in Toronto. Yeah, I would love you Fowler. I would take Dexter for yeah. sure. I wanted Josh Reddick too, but fucking yeah. Houston. Yeah, Houston's bulking up. Yeah, I like Josh Reddick because his last name is like a it's like a dog's penis, <laughs> a red dick. Yeah, I got it. There's another. I thought you were gonna do like a Vin Diesel. I thought you were going to Chronicles of. Oh, well, I guess that red, works too. Yeah. Riddick, Reddick. Reddick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that works too. Is that close? <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's not as fun as thinking about it's a dog's a, dick. Yeah, <laughs> red, red, red rocket. I don't know how fun that. That is, is really fun. <laughs> Well, I mean, we talked about it last episode. For some people, that's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. Last a- last episode, Steve, we talked a lot we about got into, animal uh, sex. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The first like as 50 people. minutes of the show. As you do. Um, Before sure. we interviewed Frankie McDonald, <laughs> national treasure, weatherman. 
Uh, well, <laughs> it's quite mind. the lead-in to that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey. Have you not? Uh, oh, you don't know Frankie? I don't know Frankie. Oh, okay, he's like he's an autistic weatherman from Nova Scotia, and he like is incredible. Like incredible he gets all weather guy. Like right. And yeah, he, like he, he, he predicted too. that New Zealand earthquake like three weeks before it happened. Oh and, like, wow! Though so he did like tell this. us that that was just a guess. Well, I but think he, he was being modest. Though. He knew it was going to happen, but he didn't know it was going to be so soon. Yeah, because he predicted this Japan one too, but it was like a year ago. Uh, that happened like, today. Yeah. yeah, he's like they're gonna have another one. He's like they're gonna. He's like they Within just had like a, a year. Or two. Yeah, he's like yeah. they just had a seven They're gonna have another one that's seven or bigger. He said that like a year ago. And he can like remember every weather prediction he's made and every like major weather event. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Ever happened? We should look it up. He's great. He was crazy. great. But, but anyway, but, I feel but, bad because he had to. He didn't know. Like he just he skyped in. He's from Nova Scotia, so he, right. So he skyped in, and then he promoted our show afterwards. On Twitter, <laughs> and I feel so like <laughs> the first thirty, the first thirty minutes of the show was us talking uh, about guys fucking animals, yeah, sure. people being fucked to death by a horse. <laughs> Be- yeah. I guess that's yeah. not really bestiality. That's kind of well, that's it is. Normal. No, no that's that's the definition of bestiality. Yeah. Yep. But isn't it? Uh, I guess I'm putting the human in control in that situation. But really, there's no, no. The horse was the the guy died because the horse fucked him in the ass, and he perforated the guy's colon. Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, what what else can you say? There's a documentary about it called... Is it called Zoo? Zoo. It's called Zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about people who... That's what they call themselves, like, zoophilia. I, I guess, feel like a, you need to title it something else because a kid would be like, oh, Zoo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then there's, I love that's the, it. I well, love the cover zoos. has a horse's head on it, yeah. and then there's, like, a naked man reflected in the horse's eye. But see, like that's kid, way kid, too subtle. For, exactly. Like, a kid would never see that. Yeah, no. Yeah, they would see the horse's head. That's yeah, no, Somebody exactly. called the... The executive. Speaking of weird that. things for kids, we have a great clip of the week this week. We do indeed. <laughs> we definitely do. Yeah. yeah, we've got a very interesting uh, uh, child's movie clip here. And Steve, you can check this. We all watched this before the show. I haven't. Oh, yeah, seen, seen it. I haven't seen it either. So, Steve, if you want I'm, to catch it, I'm, it's I'm a very trailer, impressed. By it's a trailer segue, for a Pixar. Thank you. Oh, that's, Thank you. Yeah. We're known for our segues. Yeah, yeah. and it's sports related. It's a sports related. Yeah, yeah. It's a Pixar. So normally movie. we have a sports clip of the week, Steve. This week, I mean, it's kind of sports related. This is the uh, teaser trailer for Cars Three. Oh Christ! Dis- the, Disney vehicle. The yeah. first Cars. look that anyone has had. Now, so if you've seen the first two, it's very. It's kind of like. It was known for being like a lower quality Pixar movie, yeah. I yeah. think, where it's kind of just like it's cars, the, and it's just there yeah. to sell merchandise. I couldn't tell by the title. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Th- th- you watch the, the trailer for this one, and it kind of seems like it's a very it's a different genre entirely, almost. Yeah. Okay. We'll Kay. see. Okay. Yeah, F one and NASCAR. <laughs> Heartbeat in the background. Pulse pounding action. Who's gonna be Dale Earnhardt? <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> this is a kids movie. You remember? Yeah. So was the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, that's true. Oh shit! <laughs> he's he's dying. <laughs> From this moment, (laughs) everything will change. It's about the Trump presidency. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Right? How crazy was that? For a a Cars movie where the main character's name is Lightning McQueen. And and like the second biggest character is voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. He was the main Mm -hmm. character in the second one. one. They they decided to make the annoying sidekick the lead of the movie. That's actually very on brand if this is going to be about 
stock car racing and and yeah it is but <laughs> but it's just it's such a weird tonal shift for what the movies because pr- like pixar movies about. have been like heavy like up obviously the beginning of up yeah. was fucking devastating yeah yeah but like cars like the, is like not known like for that. the last like 15 minutes of toy story 3 are pretty mm-hmm. rough yeah. Also. yeah oh yeah totally. have you seen the video of the guy who edited the ending of toy story 3 and showed it to his mom and he edited it so it ends right before they escape from the... Have you seen Toy Story 3? Mm-hmm. Right before they escape from like the incinerator. Yeah. And so it just ends with them all huddling together, going towards Holding the incinerator. Hands. And then it cuts to the credits. <laughs> and the mom is just like freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and he lets nice. us go on for like two hours before he tells her what was <laughs> I like that. That's but yeah, good. I mean, the whole teaser for that was just like that moment. and Well, and just the tagline is, from this moment, everything will change. Yeah, because your like, favorite car is dead. It's a talking car movie. Yeah, like I mean, he pro- he he probably is like on the comeback trail after that, right? Like this is his. I would like, assume he'll go to like you know a small town or something and like learn to race again. It's like Rocky, like he needs to fail first. Yeah, and, then, and that's a hundred percent. Or it's like and then it's, fail it's, at the it's, end. It's also. like the uh, Will Ferrell. It's like Talladega Nights. Yeah, <laughs> this is just. Talladega Nights yeah. for Pixar. So I'm assuming that he will hit the comeback trail and that it won't be an entire movie of Larry the Cable Guy mourning his dead I mean, I, w- I would hope not. But, uh, <laughs> but who spe- knows? Speaking of clips, speaking we have clips? another segment Yes. that also involves clips. Oh, God. No, it's not It's not that one. Oh, okay. It's, it's, a, it's a nice one. I'm not sure like. that All you right. sent me that clip. I, I did. It oh, should yeah, be in okay. The, uh, it should be in the chat there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Steve, have you ever watched uh, Bar Rescue on Spike TV? Uh-huh. Okay. So that's playing Late Night in the are, are you a fan? Yeah, of, that is also on Late Night in the Hotels. Are you a fan of John Taffer? Yeah, he's a bit of a, you know, a prick. Right, but. But, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, because we, we have a John Taffer-centric segment. He's like a, the Long Island Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Yeah, that's ex- exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Very well said, yeah. yes. And we like to keep tabs on him in a weekly segment that we call the Taffer Tracker. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass how do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend this? I'm sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. He's a dream. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. So let's take a look at the clip that Stefan has selected for us this week. Yeah, I got to get... Uh, Stefan, do you have it on your... Uh, I do. Just so we can see it over here at the same time would be nice because... Uh, we Yeah, I haven't seen it either, so... I know Stefan has obviously seen it, but... Can you tell us anything about this? Do you want to set the scene at all beforehand? I can give you the title of the clip. Uh, the title of the clip is Taffer Smashes Plates at Jazz Cats. All right. And I guess jazz, jazz cats. Cats, yeah. of course, cats. spelled like doctor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. The K and the Z. My God, this place is filthy. Oh, God. They're stuck together. What do we got, chef? You're not going to be happy, John. Excuse my language. This kitchen is <laughs> disgusting. This whole thing <laughs> is, is like a bath of bacteria. What's happening a on the line here? A bath of bacteria. Here? Oh, yikes. Look at this. By the time this is even halfway defrosted, this will be spoiled. It should be in container with constant running water. Before you even touch food, you should learn how to handle it. It continues, John. 
I'm gonna show you what comes out of there. Oh and my it's god! On the bottom of your fryer. This is John watching right the now, thing. Excuse my language. And this is what you do. I'm not the dishwasher. I like to keep excusing the language. So it's not your fault. Is that acceptable? Absolutely not. You're killing me. Check this out. Oh! What the is that? It's molded. This Ew. is what they're serving on. Look at this. Ugh. <laughs> That's your future. That's your future. This is killing me. Because you guys don't care. You want to up your life? Do it. Don't dare mess with hers when I'm in this room. Oh, this. <laughs> I bet this gets worse. Let's go see the walk-in. What the hell is this? Why is this here? Isaac, what is this? Jesus. What was this cooked in? <laughs> this pot? Yes. You're so lazy, you won't even put it in a container and then put it in a clean pot the next day. Do you guys understand how illegal that is? What's this? This is all in a freezer, too. Like and I you're gonna heat it up again in what? No, you won't! <laughs> oh my god. I know uh... you won't. You might have called yourself a cook. Isaac, tonight, you're a freaking dishwasher. Wow. Ooh. And we will recall that he began that clip by saying, I ain't the dishwasher. Ooh. Well, it's you are now. now. Yeah. I like yes. that guy. He looks like a, a fat Hannibal Burris. Yes, he does. <laughs> and actually. it was the reaction shots, too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, he was not having any of that. That was great. Wow. Steve? That's, it was very intense. Your thoughts? That was very... It was, he's, I forgot that he's that aggressive sometimes. Have you seen the Pirates episode of Bar Rescue? Yeah, okay. I think so. I don't know. I feel like most of the time I see them, I'm quite drunk. The, I mean, that, that's, that's totally fine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say most of the time I see them, they're all pirates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you haven't, just just uh, make sure to watch it after the show because it is, it's like the ultimate bar rescue episode, basically. I, I think we yeah. played, a, I think there's a venue in Austin that he... He rescued? Rescued yeah. that we played... Nice. You guys played corporate bar and grill. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> That's uh, that in pirates. He transforms the bar and he just names it corporate bar and grill. Right. Because there's offices yeah. nearby. Because there's offices nearby. Right. So. It goes from a pirate themed bar to a bar called corporate bar and grill. Yeah. Sure. And why well, wouldn't you? Right. Hey. It failed. Did you I play yeah. the Brixton? No. No, not that one. There was like a tiki. It was like a tiki. Uh, it was weird. It was weird. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't on Bar Rescue. Maybe it was on something else. <laughs> but it was on one of the. Some one of those like restaurant impossible, yeah, yeah, or yeah, 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 restaurant makeover. Um, yeah, it was weird. It nice. was weird. It's well, a, it's, yeah, he's an intense dude. Reality is, TV. Yeah. It's a strange. Uh, it's a strange world. It's a strange beast. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, um, we could do our new segment with our new themes. Oh, it's, it's not, not a, a new, it's not new segment. segment. It's, it's an old I segment. I fucking hate this segment. New theme song. Uh, I would just like to point out that <laughs> I was supposed to get all of the payments last month for doing this segment and I got none. We split the payments evenly. It's fucking bullshit. I know. Well, you're such a nice guy. I'm not. I No, I'm not. That was, I hate that this was segment. This is my yeah. least favorite segment of all time. This segment is not that bad. It's horrible. I mean, for Justin and I. Was it Metal and Lace? Oh. Was that uh, the name of the venue? It doesn't sound like a tiki I bar name. It'd like be very confusing. That sounds like a corset. Like they it, were was, corset. it was during South by Southwest. So metal and Lace tiki bar. Well, so you were drunk. I don't from, remember a lot. Yeah. From what I can tell, Metal and Lace... And the Brixton are the two bars that he's rescued in Austin. So it has okay. to be one the, of those. It probably two. wasn't either then, and I <laughs> made it up. 
I had lied to crowd, you. Someone in the crowd told you that yeah. it was, and you've just believed it ever since. I was like, well, this place is shitty enough that it must have been on Bar Rescue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you that's probably a lot of the places you guys have played, I'm sure. Yeah. Some of them, you know, yeah. being oh, a punk Oh, yeah, was, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we've definitely... <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, what's the worst what's the worst one you've ever played, would you say? The worst venue we've yeah. ever played. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you ever walk into the walk-in fridge in the back? <laughs> <laughs> we are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna play here tonight, but did you cook this in this pot I can't last believe, night? I can't believe you're gonna reheat it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh wow. I I I Hmm. That is an interesting question. We We've played a couple of places in the UK that have not been the best. Um, I'm trying to think, like, because sometimes those, like, really horrible ones, like, have a certain charm. Right. Yeah. Even though you're like, if I put my face anywhere near the microphone, I'm going to get herpes. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the venues aren't the issue as much as they are like there were times before when like when we were um what a friend of mine calls floor core uh when we would like just ask from the stage uh for a place to stay cuz we couldn't right okay yeah <laughs> and that that was when we really saw some some shit i'm sure yeah uh y- yeah once in in portland we stayed at like what can only be described as a flop house uh and two of us slept in one room that was on the main floor of, of this like house and uh, two slept in the basement. And <laughs> we walked in with this guy who had, he was, he kind of had a funk <laughs> to him. Okay. He smelled a little bit uh, and not in the like, and he was at the show. He though. was yeah, at the yeah. show. So yeah. presumably he can at least afford tickets to your show. Yeah. Uh, but he smelled like not in a, like you have had a long, excuse me, a long day. You know, sometimes you get a little bit of the BO if you have a long day. Right. That's one thing. This is just like unclean. He was was unwashed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so we show up and his house kind of is like weird and smelly. And uh, like it smells like he's like poured carpet cleaner uh, to mask something rather than to clean the carpet. You know what I mean? And a guy, so we, we walk out like into the kitchen and this guy comes out of nowhere from another room that was pitch black and he's like this is my roommate and we're like okay uh cool and he's like yeah yeah so two of you guys can sleep in this other room a guy used to stay there but he's not anymore and the, and the roommate is like yeah but uh, make sure you check for syringes and we're like what the fuck did you just say and uh could, it's like one of those things where you're like, I don't know if he's making a joke or if this guy died of a heroin overdose. Uh, so, okay. And so uh, we're like, uh, Nestor, bass player, and I are like, oh, yeah, we'll take that room. It's like the, it's like the, it was like the, like, darkest prices Right showcase showdown. <laughs> one dollar. Yeah. I was like, sure, I'll take that one. Um, and so we blew up these, this air mattress that we were traveling with and we like look down and the, f- the room is empty other than just like shitty gray carpet with cigarette butts and toenail clippings. Those are the only two things in the room. Um, and we won the showcase showdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
you took the first showcase. Yeah, we took the first showcase and we we won the new car uh, because <laughs> the 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 basement was like half eaten moldy subway sandwiches and like weird stains. And they like it was the dude who offered the place. It was his room, so he slept in the same room as like two <laughs> Stefan and Zach did. Uh and uh, yeah, it was just like sometimes when you stay in places like that, you you like jolt awake kind of once every hour, <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure you still have both kids. Because your your skin and your skin is crawling. It's like when you know when have you ever been in a situation where somebody starts talking about ticks? Yeah, and 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 you're like in you're going out for a hike or someone, and, and someone's like check yourself for ticks, and you're like oh my god they're all over me. <laughs> right. That was basically that for. Uh, five hours. So we got there at like three in the morning and we ran away at 8 a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was probably the worst. That's maybe, that's yeah, like that a sidestep. That's a sidestep of the question because it wasn't a venue. Well, but it was. You did not stay in the house long enough to inherit a million dollars, unfortunately. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. No, it was, yeah, so there's been some of that. There right. has been some of that. That's pretty unbelievable, yeah. yeah. I, like I don't I just don't even think I could I wouldn't have even stayed there. Like I would have been Yeah. Did you feel kind of trapped at that point? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is is that because I guess technically like the guy's being pretty nice. Yeah. So you feel this weird sort yeah. of obligation almost. Mm-hmm. We were uh, it's so weird because there's a whole other like um uh like psychological break that happens when you have to sleep in the van. Right. <laughs> like so it's like this is like picking your poison in a totally different way. You're like, let's either roll like it's it's roulette, right? So you're like, are we gonna stay in the guy's house or are we gonna sleep in the van and everyone will feel horrible for a week? Right. Uh so yeah, we felt yeah, it's weird. It, that anyway, it's better now. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot better now. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> You've worked your way up. Yeah. That's but, good. But yeah, the flop I guess that must be weird because I I feel like you guys, I mean I feel like your fan base is pro like that's kind of the thing with your sound is that you probably have like a lot of just sort of like university aged affluent background people that are really into you and then also like crust punk yeah like weirdo dudes yeah people who want to walk on other people's heads yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so that's got to be weird for you maybe yeah. sometimes to be it isn't it I guess it's less weird now um because we can just be like, they're like, hey, if you ever need a place to stay, it's like, no, it's cool. Just bring us weed to the venue. <laughs> right. That can be our like base interaction. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, our, our fans are really great and uh, amazing and supportive. But it's it was definitely in the early days, it was like a lot more of the punks. Right. Um, because we were just sort of a scrappy underground right. kind of thing whereas now you're getting reviewed on pitchfork and stereo gun yeah it's different where people are like can it's uh, yeah yeah it's different um but there's there is something to be said about those days that you learned a lot i learned a lot yeah like how not to die yeah yeah how hard can i push my body (laughs) before yeah but it's it's a little bit it's not as uh we try and if we're in hotels we try and get nicer ones, the you know, to avoid the the whole bed bug thing. Yeah, yeah that's smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just little little things. Little those are like the well, small bed bugs luxuries. are little things. Yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. Those and, are the, and, sorry, I was, no, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, speaking of John feeling trapped, <laughs> uh, 
We do have the other segment. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That, that basement a... floor sounded disgusting enough to be a thing that John should have to watch. Yes. But instead, we I don't have something watch else. want to Steve sleep. <laughs> we Facebook have... Live. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Right? And we also have a theme song to debut here. Oh, man. I haven't even heard this yet. Oh, no, shit. So I probably don't like it. Oh, you will. find it kind of funny he finds it kind of sad when john watches guys fuck sandwiches he gets extremely <laughs> mad True. we find it hard to not laugh he finds it hard to watch when people send in videos for the segment we call john <laughs> Watch is a thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know whether that was you. Yeah, it was yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. <laughs> Lyrics oh, by God. me. Justin did the. That yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, it was a little weird hearing you like lovingly sing my name. I'm like, are they gonna say the watch is a thing part, or is Justin just gonna sing my name a couple times in a row? John. So anyway, one of the first watches a thing was Joey's World Tour. It's him eating the chorizo sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now we're going to go to the Joey's World Tour Nutella Challenge. And do you have it loaded up there? I do not. Okay. Uh, I sent it to you on Facebook there. Uh, it should be... Or maybe I didn't. I'll send it right now. It's been. A, I've gotten away with a couple episodes of not having to watch this. So Yeah, I, th- I mean... I'm not excited there you about go. this. That's fine, though. Well, we can. It's, it's not watch fine. like the first it's like. It's not going to be fine. Just watch the first minute because after <sighs> after a minute, it's kind of it's repetitive. It's oh, a yeah. guy smashing his face. We know and love Joey, of course, no, and his don't. world tour. We hate him. All right. Hey, it's Joey from Joey's World Tour. Welcome back, guys. Oh, Today I'm going to do I the. I hate even the Nutella sight of this guy. Challenge, the Nutella challenge. That's right. Why the fuck is he wearing a Mickey Mouse? Okay, guys. Thing? Are you really sure it is, too? Yeah. But this time, I'm going to do it with hands free. No hands or forks or anything or spoons. Nothing like that. I'm going to use my hands. Who's challenging him to this? The internet. Right. No one go, is. Guys. No, the internet is. And I think it's like 182,000 views so on this challenge. video. The Nutella, hands free. And almost as many challenge. thumbs downs as thumbs up. Half. All right, guys. Here we go. One, two. Anybody counting? Hold on. All right, I got it. Okay. Fuck. One, two, three, go. Can't even get. Oh my god! Is he? (laughs) Oh, that's depressing. Was he acting, or was that legit? He he legitimately couldn't get his body and. Oh my god. Thick. I hate the mouth noises. Oh. God. Fuck. Oh man. Oh, for fuck's sake! (laughs) What is he doing? His no dignity whatsoever. Oh my god! <laughs> this is like John watches a thing like uh, like Human Rights Edition. <laughs> oh, oh sweet! Oh, he seems to be really enjoying this one compared to the chorizo. That's true. It's helping me enjoy it. I mean, I guess a little bit more. Does anyone here have a dog? It no. is like a it's like it, a dog with peanut butter. It looks like well, he, he just well, barked. So I was actually gonna say it just looks like he's eating dog diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, fuck man. Oh, now he's oh god. Okay. I mean, we can probably call it there. Oh, oh god. Ugh. This continues for another three minutes. What I was gonna say is it looks uh, like it looks like he's been wearing uh, that shirt for multiple videos. <laughs> 
It's got which holes is, in it, yeah, which is actually got, a great. It's a sign of success, you know, wearing the same uniform to work every day. It looks like exactly. he did the lemon yeah. meringue yeah. challenge just before. Yeah. <laughs> he like painted a house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I just so is like. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just feel bad for humanity in, in that one because you're like that's just like. I mean, sad. he has other challenges that you're gonna have to watch in later episodes. No, I, but no. that's it. But for I mean, me. he's happy, right? Like, no, I don't. Is he? He's he's, making, is he? he's, he's got a lot of subscribers. And it's really tough to tell. Yeah. Was there an did an ad roll before that? Like, is he monetizing? <laughs> no, that was shit? a re-upload because he took it down because uh, he wasn't making fun of him so much. Right. So so, so is he happy? Well, he does. <laughs> he does like just plain reviews too, right. as well. Right. Which, of Nutella. No, of just like, like fast Wendy's food. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he's just like parked outside the Wendy's yeah. reviewing. I the saw special. that. That's yeah. fine because there's no gross shit in that. But yeah, that's. Ugh. Is, that, is he the same guy who gets like mayo all over his exposed stomach and shit and is filming in his car? Oh, God. He might be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you could be thinking of him. Like yeah. eating McChickens or whatever. Yeah. And getting fucking mayo mm. everywhere. That's probably what's on his shirt right there, if we're being honest. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Just fucking crusty, dried <laughs> mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. We should probably move on to the questions. Though, yeah, it's almost nine o'clock. I mean, we I could. Just, I just realized we could. I have a question first okay. before we hit into the mailbag. All right. Uh, the BC Lions, of course, were eliminated from the CFL playoffs by the Calgary <laughs> Stampeders yesterday. Yes. Mm. And I bring this up not because any of us watched the game, but because no, we why did would it. We? Is, is this season like the death of the CFL in like metropolitan areas? No, no. Ottawa, they love it. The yeah. Red Blacks have been huge I, for a I while. guarantee you that if you gave any Toronto FC fan the chance to kill the Toronto Argonauts, they would do it. Oh, for in sure. In a heartbeat. Well, and the Grey Cup is like, yeah. lar- like so many tickets are still available and all that stuff. But like, I don't think it, I just think it's tough because in Vancouver, no one's watching it. I but just, also, why are we talking about the CFL? Let's go to the question. I just feel like in 2011, when they went on their massive run, the Lions did, to go from like the worst team in the league to undefeated down the stretch through the playoffs and then winning the Grey Cup, that was like a big deal. But was, so was you're, you're viewing all of this through a Vancouver lens. Yeah, it was, was Vancouver a big deal so because starved. BC was good and now it, it's it a bad... It was because the Canucks had lost that year. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Fashion, there it so is. You needed a lot. The Lions were kind of like a feel good story and people glommed onto it. I mean, it's not like the Canucks were bad. They just no, lost but, but, game seven. But that's what I mean. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. It yeah, was, was it cool. was, it was heartbreaking. And so you needed the line. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it's the just, CFL. It Why just was it Because it just, it felt like a big deal five years ago. Straight up, I looked. I was scrolling through Twitter like two days ago whenever the Red Blacks won. Yeah. And the only reason I know the Red Blacks won is because I was scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, holy shit, the CFO playoffs, are, what, what day is it? Like, yeah, what the Grey Cup is what? next weekend. I had like, and I, no concept yeah, of that. So I don't, and my like, friend is in the CFL and is very good. <laughs> and I still don't care. Does, does he have to work a day job? No, he, no. He's done very. He's the kicker for the Edmonton Eskimos. Okay, he's been on this show. Uh, and he's been on the show before. Uh, but no, he gets paid a decent wage to kick. Okay, I'll say that. Sure. Yeah, I I, just, I don't actually know what his current contract is. I know. No, no, I'm not prying. I just no, want. No, yeah. I, I feel like you when know. he was with the Alouettes, he was making six figures. Wow. Yeah. I just brought it up because the Lions were a very good team this year, like very good, legitimately. And for the CFL, yeah, and and, <laughs> and nobody cared like the entire time. I didn't hear anything about them yeah. all season long. It's just yeah. And Toronto, I know, is completely apathetic about the Argonauts. Like, is this just it? Is it slowly mm. dying a horrible death? Is no. this? It's, it's been fun. up and down though. If you look at the yeah. attendance, it's been up and down for years. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we were in Regina is. right now, 
Well, I they said, just built a new stadium. I did say yeah. metropolitan. Yeah. Uh, Regina's a capital. Uh, it's the women's basketball capital of Canada. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Actually, you Sask is in Saskatoon. But. Yeah. Anyways, that was my own mailbag question that okay. I just wanted to okay. load out there. Well, you don't get any so we could have a little yeah, bit so. of sports. Exactly. That's why, you don't, uh, that's why we don't ever let you ask mailbag questions. <laughs> and now we go to the RGS top three questions, questions of, of the, the week. week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. I will say my mom heard that theme song for the first time today. Which seems impossible. She listens to every episode. But I think she was catching up. Oh, okay. We just introduced that like three episodes oh, ago. Okay, okay. Uh, she's not a fan of it. I see how it is, Elizabeth. Yeah. She just doesn't like that you say fuck in it, probably. Well, She's bitch, like, oh, my, oh, a bitch, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's like, oh, my yeah. sweet boy. Yeah. Stay, say I think it's the voice, it's the voice I put on. Yeah, you, well, yeah, she probably wasn't ready I think ready I pulled to, it off pretty well. She wasn't yeah. ready to handle gangster stuff. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> so. did we decide on our top three questions? We did. Really? I think uh, we've Oh, got, was I supposed to have them? Yeah, I think so. Oh, fuck. But we've got, uh, we've got okay, Tom's question Okay, so this is the, yeah. Oh, no, I thought we weren't going to do that one. Oh, we're not. Okay. Yeah, no. Fuck you, Tom. I know, yeah. Suck it, Tom. Uh, okay. Sorry, I didn't realize that. I thought you were writing them down when we were talking about it earlier. I've got one of them right here. And, uh, you know, we can combine, we'll combine the questions right okay. now. Okay. Because there's a, like a bunch Well, I guess, of okay, we can go, okay, we'll, we'll go with this one. This is the 100 point question. Yes. And we will split it between both Tom and Aaron for the points. Tom, Hannah, and Aaron Warner at Bertovo. So they got into an argument. So first of all, Aaron asked, uh, in honor of Justin's forthcoming sports challenge, who would win a decathlon? Shrek or Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> but the 1500 meter dash has been replaced by a kissing contest. And then Tom and Aaron got into uh, got into an argument over who is sexier. Didn't last a few days too. No, it's just all today. Oh, okay. Uh, between Shrek or Sonic. So first, so it's a two part question. So first question: Who would win a decathlon, Shrek or Sonic? Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, it's got to be Sonic. But Shrek would take all of the power events, though. No. But yeah, I guess there's too many jumping. Like yeah. Shrek wouldn't be able to do the jumping. Yeah. Okay, what if they're uh, who's sexier, Shrek or Sonic? Well, I, I just wanted to point out that like you know, Robotnik has had some powerful robots as well, and Sonic's been able to take all of them over the years. Yeah, he so. kicked the shit out of them. He didn't play them in like <laughs> discus. This is Sonic across the board. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> got to be Sonic. And I, I think well, I said Shrek was sexier. And I think that was a mistake. You can edit that out. <laughs> Why do you think Shrek is sexier? Let's. Uh, I didn't say that. Uh, next question. <laughs> no, but I, no, you did definitely say that. So Sonic takes the decathlon. Yeah, for and sure. we're thinking he's sexier and the also? sex appeal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, didn't no, we talk about? God, I agree with that. Didn't Sonic we, is definitely sexier. Nobody than Shrek. is pregnant in more fan art on the internet than Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> is Sonic a girl? No, no he is not. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought, I thought he was a guy. <laughs> he definitely okay. is. All right. Well, I, that's what I thought. So yeah. Um, okay. So you, that, this this could be a good question number two here. Uh, no, that that's question be, is so good. But though. I thought that's going to be part of this. Th- but I think I feel as though it's worth points. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So we'll. This is get, Mikey Kohlberg's question. Oh god. Yeah. Damn so this it. is so uh, so Steve, we are going to have uh, we are going to because I responded, isn't it? 
Oh, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. So uh, we are going to have a Steve specific because we, we have a lot of listeners that are big fans of, of you and your band. So we are going to have a Steve specific question and answer segment after this. But uh, this question comes in from friend of the show and a, and a good friend of mine uh, and yours too, apparently, Steve, a, Mikey yes. Kohlberg. Uh, he asks uh, for us to ask you why you were allowed to wear a helmet when you were playing volleyball. Uh... uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I went to elementary school. Uh, Mike was in the gifted program, and I was nice. not. Same. Mm-hmm. Bragging. Uh, With all the guys in Tokyo Police Club. Oh, look at you. Yeah, it's all right. And um, uh, we, be, we were still friends. He went to a different high school than I did. Um, it was just down the, the street. Uh, and we were all playing in bands and hanging out. And when I was in high school, I was a very good baseball player and a above average volleyball player. And I also was into rock music. So I had very long hair. <laughs> and I went about a year without cutting my hair. Okay. Um, so it was long and it was like kind of, Right, you know, like f- yeah. fishtailing out Flo- or whatever, yeah. flowy, yeah. you know. Uh, and so when I had to play volleyball, especially at baseball, obviously wear a hat, so that kind of manages the hair. Uh, I had to wear a headband. Okay. Uh, I also have a a hat size of seven and three quarters. Nice, one bigger than mine. Yeah. Um, and so. Justin, yours must be even bigger than that. Having uh, having an enormous head, as yeah. obviously uh, I've got we, we, we all, all do. Have, yeah. We all have huge right. heads. So this yeah. is all. This, this is, is the big head episode. This is a much safer space than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, because you know how there's like um, a big head boat on yeah. video games. This yeah. is the big head episode. Yeah, of yeah this, that's literally my life. Uh, <laughs> and um, and so I, it looked when I wore the headband playing volleyball. It looked like I had a helmet on. <laughs> and, and so, because it would push your hair up and then f- kind of right. flop over. So it, looked like, so it looked like an old school bike helmet? Yeah, kind of, yeah. right? And, uh, and so uh, one, of the, one of the few... <laughs> one of the few things in high school that used to get under my skin was from that just from the nature of how that looked my nickname became helmet nice <laughs> and and so uh and it was one of the things where like now in hindsight now it's very funny um they used to say when we would do whatever unit whatever sports unit we were doing in gym class in like grade 10 and grade 11 uh and our gym teacher played for the nll uh so he was he was really great but the like joke the gym class jokes he laughed at because he was a professional lacrosse player like he's right not, yeah <laughs> so he started calling you helmet he no it was just it would just be so we were doing the volleyball unit and uh a mutual friend of mike and i's just <laughs> Yelled out, how come Steve gets to wear a volleyball helmet? <laughs> <laughs> and rather than be the, the responsible goddamn adult teacher 
that he's supposed to be, he fucking broke down laughing with the entire class. <laughs> uh, uh, you got photos of this? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh Somewhere. hell yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah it was it was long. It that's, was bad. That's awesome. It was gross. I'm glad. I'm glad it is a safe space. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. definitely a safe space. Just like the theater, home. real good show must remain a safe space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, <Yes>. nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that because Pence is like, it was fine. I'm I'm the vice president elect. Yeah, and he also yeah. left before yeah. they lectured him too. Yeah, he also said that he liked the show. Yeah, and then Trump is like, I've heard it's very overrated. <laughs> so, uh, well, four more years of this. I'm uh, really excited. It's gonna be great. Uh, uh, so that was the second place question. Yeah. So Mikey and gets 200 points. So Mikey gets 200 points. Yep. 300 uh, points this week goes to Reed Shrad yeah. at Clarence of, Clarence with an S. I think he's a donator, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is also our um, schoolyard bully. Right. That, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Reed Shrad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that he definitely sounds like a bully. So this sure. is a great question. We're going to have to shorten it just for time purposes, I think. So yeah. we'll just say one stat instead of three. But yeah. his question is, if God keeps advanced stats on your everyday life, what stat do you request upon dying? Oh, fuck. I've already got mine because I got this question earlier. Uh Times where my parents knew I was jacking off in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm it's it's triple digits. <laughs> well, because I I always think about. Uh... <laughs> okay, well, again, this is a safe space, so I'll back you up on this one. Because I remember when I was younger, I used to do it in the shower, and then sometimes I just t- like in the summer, I just take like three showers a day. <laughs> And they had to know, right? Like, why would I just be taking a shower? It's hot. I guess. I mean, that's what I would tell them. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, if my son did the same thing, I'd be like, oh, wow. John Jr. is really... He's He's got my stamina. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Wow, fourth shower today. By the way, I'm going to get a specific answer on this after the I'm sure you... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, Stefan's parents are avid fans of our show. Sure. Got to... Yeah. (laughs) Got to have the the folks supporting. Uh, Advanced stat. Oh, God. That is good. Immediately, I'm like, "Wins above replacement." I'm like, "No way! That's not. That's that's not really what. That's not funny. That's not We're not real, really not getting real at. That's yeah. not. Uh, <laughs> I. I should have closed with that one. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's okay. That's a great question. That I, is, you have set the bar very high. I think, yeah, for me, it's hard not to think sexually, like, uh, yeah, like, um, like percentage of orgasms I actually gave, as opposed to being told I had given. That's a that's a really yeah, good that one. Is a good, yeah. ah. That should be your top choice. Like that, like. yeah. Like that'd be yeah. nice. Like or yeah. orgasms above. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, my, orgasms above reality. My adjusted yeah. orgasm rate. <laughs> <laughs> my AOR. Well, I, his AOR is really high. It's seven eighty nine. He's <laughs> pretty looking pretty good. Seventy eight percent of the time they're I'm, actually having an orgasm. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna get. Tangentially away from sex, sort of. No, that's good. Uh, I'm going to go with the underage drinking. Okay. Uh, so my dad used to work for the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. Oh, wow. Okay. My dad worked for the LC. And uh, he... It was back in the day when like, when people from the LCBO could like take the sports tickets from the bat. Like, there was like a lot of... A lot of like... Uh, Kickbacks. CD. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, uh, but he also used to just like take all the like airplane bottles, right? Like f- you know, just whatever. Fuck it, nobody cared. And he kept them in like a wicker basket, like that like had like a you know just like a, a 
I can't remember the word, the top of the basket. The lid. Right. The the lid. lid. Thank yeah, you. Lid. Yeah. yeah, sure. Lid. <laughs> the <laughs> tough, basket lid. Tough word, I know. <laughs> yeah. And it had like a little lock. Um, and, uh, and I used to think I was being like super sly by like pinching minis, right. like mini bottles out of there. Um, but I clearly wasn't because I would like... Yeah, he must have known. So yeah, like how many... Like I, I want to know how many times did he know that I was going out and getting drunk? Like I don't know what the stat would be though, or like number of bottles. Yeah, taken. That, he, like, that he noticed. Well, it'd be like yeah, yeah, it'd be like the number of bottles you were able to steal that he yeah. didn't notice. Yeah, right. Because you want your advanced stat to be like impressive. So it's yeah. like number of bottles you successfully stole versus the number that he. Yeah. And I yeah. definitely am not going into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be bottles above replacement. Yeah, bottles. B-A-R. Bar. B-A-R. The oh, bar, there it is. There it is. I can see why you're in the gifted program. <laughs> I'm doing my best. This is like my favorite question of all time. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. yeah, we could have done a whole show just based on it. Because the original question was, what three stats? So wow. if we had to pick three This each, may be a bonus yeah. episode. Yeah, we could do it for a bonus Which episode. It could maybe. be. Justin? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with my most impressive statistic, obviously. So uh, <laughs> so not women's basketball. So, so as I'm at the pearly gates, I get one chance to pull up. Uh, stat, and I want him to pull up my career point totals in women's CIS because oh <laughs> I got a lot of time ahead of me here, fellas. <laughs> it's not very advanced, though. Oh, well, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't know it off the top of my head. I guess that's true. So that's true. I mean, if he's gonna pull it up for to me, to have that, yeah. yeah, it would be quite an advancement to have a bearded gentleman play women's basketball though so yeah. i mean it'd be really good for white men yeah. I mean, it's the we most, haven't we, have not we haven't had good a, yeah us. no no it, it, i think it's the most progressive thing the sport can possibly allow <laughs> yeah personally. You're, you're breaking the glass floor exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode title breaking the glass floor <laughs> uh, uh, man, that's now, too good. before we move on from mailbag questions we did get a bunch specifically for Steve yeah, we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do a lightning round yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So. so here we go so Steve okay uh, Matt at oh what's up hey says first he says something something stranger things then he says no seriously the dream is over is an awesome fucking record what sports star do you hope uses it as a pump up Tamar okay not a chance though yeah, no, he's definitely a rap. Yeah. He's definitely a rap guy. And Stranger Things reference there. Finn Wolford has been in... Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Yeah. Two videos. Yeah, yeah two yeah. of your videos. Right. So do you feel like some responsibility for helping him break big and land nope. that meaty role? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, Ryan Lambert, the good boy. Another thing we do on this show is claim responsibility for other people's yeah, creative outputs. So by all means, you, you can do it. I... Even even if I wanted to, I'm like fourth in line for that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Ryan Lambert, the good boy RL at Two Line Pass, asks, are we really supposed to believe they did 112 miles per hour on the Don Valley Parkway? Come on. No, it's a song, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Great response. Perfect response. Okay. Uh, Rotten Boy at Hamburger, Hamburglar Jr. Why did you make a music video that made me cry at work? Because I hate you. <laughs> Okay, very good. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. I like No, that. that's not true. It's because it's just sad to lose a pet. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, uh, if pop 
tag team wrestled the RGS boys. Who would win and what would be the finishing move? Mm, God. I'm going to, I'm staying out of this one. Because I uh, just like an automatic. Stefan's our Stephen's manager. Taking the pin. I'm like yeah. uh, Stefan's our manager. The NFL bye week of wrestling. Ste- no, <laughs> Stefan, you're the Enzo Amore of Real right. Good Show. Yeah. yeah, you can run your mouth pretty well. Yeah, and you take the pin every time. Yeah. I'm actually gonna give it to our Stefan. Uh, yeah, because he would be like Ray Mysterio Jr. And is that, like is a, that spelled with an F as well? Yes, that's the only way to spell it. Uh, and he would. What was Ray's move? He didn't he have a, like a yeah the rope. That was a rope yeah. move. Right? Yeah, that was the rope move. Yeah, yeah. spinning kick on the ropes. It would be that. That's what it would be. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, uh, cauliflower at Kaka Beware asks. I'd like to know who the best fill in whatever sport player is in the punk scene. Mm. You guys are obviously all going to play pickup basketball together after <laughs> I, every show. I actually, I do play softball. Stefan was a good hockey player, but he doesn't really play anymore. I think they were also kind of just asking for the scene in general. If in you general, know someone in another band that's an exceptional like crazy athlete. Crazy good. Mm, oh, uh, there's a band from Tasmania called okay. Lu- okay. Luca Brasi. Okay. Nice. They're a Godfather <laughs> reference. Of course. Sleeps with the fishes. Uh, and their drummer uh, is a gentleman uh, by the name of Danny Flood. Nice. Which by is the, great uh, name. If, as well. Yeah, it's yeah. an athletic sounding name. And he played in the minor leagues of Australian rules football. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah, that wins. I think. Yeah. <laughs> AFL is insane. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's Danny Knockout. Danny Ko. Nice. Okay. Well, this is just a comment. Can you tell him that if this tour doesn't kill you slash DVP is my favorite song combo ever? Thanks. That's from Dr. Phil Sims. It end, yeah. ends on the same note that it starts on. That's uh, the even better. Same chord. That's the trick. This Find one com- a song that starts and ends on the same chord. This one comes to us from your boy, the Zoobs. Oh, who God. Sladkow, would you trade Stro for a bat? No, Zoobs. <laughs> God damn it. Of course not. <laughs> You, ugh. Ugh. Shout out Sportsfeld, because I know what's coming next. Jake Goldsby. There it is. <laughs> who asks, Steve, should the Raps sign Vince next year? I mean, at this point, they need somebody who can shoot a three ball more than fucking 30%. But no, probably not, unless he's going to retire. It'd be fun, though, right? He's Just to have him come off the bench. so old, though. He's the oldest player in the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, might, it might be too much. I feel like they should sign him to the one-day thing so we can retire a, a Raptor. He should retire. I don't think he cares about that. No. Okay. And last one. If you were a racist sports logo, which one would you be? Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about it a few times on the show before, so that's why I figured we'd finish off with that one. That's so bad. Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. If you're out of all of them, it's like the classic. Yeah, it's like got an element of class. And it's a good team, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for the extended Twitter Q&A there. And we head from there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. Steve, it's a cultural recommendation to close out the show. Okay. And a segment that we call One Good Thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? You're with mandarin oranges. 
that time of year, boys. Oh, that's your that's cultural like a, reference. I guess it's a reference to the, the culture of China. Yeah, I think last week I recommended a Twitch game stream. That's true. <laughs> and you were like watching a, it before I was, we started it's recording. Fantastic. Like. Yep. Uh, but no, Mandarin oranges. Okay, it's, they're they're great. They're sweet. They're easy to peel. <laughs> and it's fun. <laughs> Mandarin oranges. And it's fun when you buy a box. There's guaranteed to be at least three that are completely rotten. Actually, <laughs> I was at Granville Island yesterday, and I bought a box of Mandarin oranges. And they open the box when you're at the front, and they replace the shitty oranges with nice oranges Whoa. they have under the. I was like, I've never seen that before. That's, That's amazing. Dope. I used yeah. to work at Safeway in the produce department, and we used to try to do that, but like just on the floor, like yeah. go through the boxes and take out the bad ones. So but it's pretty tough to keep orange, up. Yeah. It's, it's tough to keep yeah. up. Um, okay, I'm going to recommend uh, an EP uh, from a band or a guy, I guess. Mm. Uh, he's a 17-year-old singer from the UK, oh, and he goes by the name <laughs> Yellow Days, and uh, the EP is called The Harmless Melodies EP, and he has an unbelievable voice, very uh, very soulful voice. It's like kind of a throwback, retro, funk, soul sound, and uh, I've just been loving it. I've been playing it a ton, and uh, yeah, I would highly recommend that you check that out. Harmless Melodies mm. EP by Yellow Days. And speaking of music, Steve. Oh. Did you ever, uh, did you, were you a big new metal fan? Uh, up. And what was your favorite new metal? I don't band? think I rolled like super deep on no. it. No. Because I kind of. It is a segment on this show where I talk about how much I love new metal. <laughs> I went, um, I, I kind of went the. Like, this is as embarrassing as liking new metal. I okay. went the, like, the jam band route. Oh, Ooh, wow. wow. You're a big yeah. fish guy? Fish? I was a fish guy, yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, it's, I'm not without my own embarrassments. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Well, you just spared the listeners listening to whatever new metal thing you would have liked. So you're welcome, listeners. I didn't do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. <laughs> he was a pescatarian music listener yeah. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Only fish. Only fish. <laughs> Uh, what am I excited Jesus. about this week? <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> uh, mm. I can go right now if you want some time yeah, to think. I'm, yeah, please. Okay, I'm going to stay in the music vein as well and recommend an album. Uh, this is a country record. Oh. So oh, it broadened in my horizons Oh, here you're a the worst. Bit. Oh, Miranda Lambert. Everybody loves it. But, it, I mean, uh, I'm so going to be like, this is new to me and... Kind of slid under my radar because I don't pay attention to country music really, which is why I didn't get a job that I was recently <laughs> up for. Uh, <laughs> uh, but having said that, I did take notice of this one, and having listened to it in full, it's like it's a country record ostensibly, but it's definitely more of like a blues album. I don't know why I'm talking about this like it's like some little known band that I just discovered because <laughs> Drive it's by one truckers. of the hottest <laughs> selling records from one of the most popular musicians in one of the only genres of music that still consistently sells a boatload of records. That is a fact. The gentleman's name is Chris Stapleton ah. and the album is called Traveler. I, I don't even is. know who that is. I thought you were going to drop Sturgill Simpson That's on That's exactly on who everyone. I thought too. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's the only country record that anyone should like. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really good. No. I I'm, I like the country music, but really? uh, I do. Yeah, I I grew up uh, watching the Grand Ole Opry with my maternal grandmother, so I, I have a soft spot. And there like there are a few songs on this record that are definitely. Why did you? Do, it says it came out in 2015. Designed to uh, you know appeal to mainstream country radio with but, your trucks and but, your whatnot. But those are very few and far between. And like lyrically, it's a country record. He's like comparing women to whiskey and whatnot. But musically, it's a lot bluesier, and it's really really good. So 
came out in 2015. Yeah, and I just okay. listened to it lately, so right. it's new to me. <laughs> All right, perfect. Sounds great. Great recommendation, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome. Sturgill Simpson is great too, though. Sturgill Simpson That's is great. I was gonna. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. Well, um, so I've just been in the United States uh, from basically the two days after the election until today. Uh, so it's been kind of a weird headspace to be in. <laughs> right. Uh, You're not going to recommend the election, are you? I'm not going to recommend the election, but I am going to recommend. Uh, you know people staying vigilant and and i've been inspired by a lot of people who have been uh standing up to bullshit and stuff that's going on and and kind of doing what they can to raise money um uh, shout out to jeff rosenstock uh, a great musician who raised a whole lot of money on his tour uh doing stuff not to bring it you know into a more serious place but no, that's fine. Um, it does kind of feel like uh, in the face of whatever the fuck is about to go down in the United States, uh, it's important to kind of be aware of, you know, th- that there is stuff that can be done and, and we kind of do need to stand up to uh, bigotry, whether that is through financial donation or carrying a Sharpie and fucking turning KKK and Nazi graffiti into Windows 95 logos. I don't know if you saw that <laughs> yeah. tweet or not. Yeah. That tweet is amazing. Yeah. Um, big fan of that, but like, just like staying, um, vigilant and to like Canadian listeners, if you think that that shit isn't possible here, you need to get your head out of your ass because it could happen here too. And I don't know, it feels real. It feels pretty real down there. And a lot of people are really, really afraid. So I want to just shout them out and, and say, you know, there are people who support you like we are four white guys sitting here and <laughs> Vancouver we can yeah, yeah we can you know th- there's a lot that we can do even if it's just moral support or financial support or just telling people that to keep their head up and to keep focused that's what I want to say is good this week that's what I'm feeling good about this week is nice people just keeping their head up and that's like the best one good thing. thing I think yeah. respect yeah. yeah that felt like a very uh like a, I felt like a very like end of an MTV interview in like, the 90s. <laughs> yeah. like it was awesome I love that because it was always having like, said that they're always going for the political thing at the yeah. end like yeah let's really let's really get the message here it's and, and, and I'm not belittling what no you said, no it's it was just great that that's where I was not expecting that that's where you were gonna it's go just, so I mean awesome. that and like I got a, a Panera membership card (laughs) (laughs) um not to be a little my own i like but you know it's just it is one of those things where like uh it's just like really it's really important for for people to know that um that they have allies and that it's really like we are all in this together for sure can't fucking yeah, it feels weird to have to be saying that stuff now, but this yeah. is the climate that we're about to face fucking head on yep. in 2017. Totally. And um, yeah, so to wrap it up, Steve, people uh, can check out your band's new record, The Dream yeah. is Over. Pop. Yeah. Puptheband.com, uh, pop Puptheband pop pop on various social media, fuck Tumblr, fuck Snapchat, sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, but Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. Perfect. The big three. The big three. The big three. Pop yeah. the band. That's it. Beautiful. Uh, well, thank you for being here, Steve. Yeah, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Yeah, of course. Here this evening. Super fun. And with that, 
That will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate continues to be no one as we record live in the RGS studios in Olympic Village. Our producer this week is Jessica Sands. Great work, Jess. Thank you so much for bringing in this wonderful guest who we were so happy to have. Our guest once again, of course, Steve Slatkowski from the band Pup. And our intern are the fine folks at SeatGeek. Promo code real good. I'm Justin Morissette. Stephen Hack. John Cullen. Steve Sledkowski. Be real. Be good. Be real good. September 11th. <laughs> Bread membership. Wow. Pop. We were really on the same wavelength there, I guess. <laughs> Rock and yeah, well, I mean, it was kind of, yeah, you went way back for that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Panera is like the 9-11 of restaurants. <laughs>